Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. I'm very heartened by your discussion of site visits to our prisons to get a firsthand understanding of what's going on there. Uh, sometimes members of Congress have had challenges doing that. Could you give us some advice if, if we wanted to glean those benefits and get that firsthand uh, experience? What, what's the best way for us to go about that with your team? Thank you, Congressman. So if you have your team reach out to our Office of Legislative Affairs, we will be happy to make that arrangement. Thank you so much. Um, does the Bureau of Prisons retaliate against people based on, political, on, on constitutionally protected speech? I have been very clear that retaliation will not be stood for on my watch. And and you're confident that that's being observed throughout the Bureau? I'm confident that message has been delivered, and if anyone engages in retaliation, we will hold them accountable. Are you familiar with the matter of John Strand? That name is not familiar to me, now. So Mr. Strand was a witness at a hearing that we had uh, regarding some of the civil rights concerns of people who had interacted with the Department of Justice in January 6th. Uh, matters. He was convicted, sentenced, and is at FCI Miami. And I had received word that he had been placed into enhanced confinement and into higher acuity, uh, secure, securing uh, as a consequence of information that others had put out on his Twitter feed. So, is that something you? Does that ring a bell to you? Congressman, I wouldn't be able to speak to an individual's um, circumstances regarding their behavior inside our institutions. What I can assure you is that if an individual is placed in our special housing unit, it would be for conduct that happened inside the institution. So is, what's a special housing unit? Is that- a special housing unit is one of our uh, restrictive housing placements that could include disciplinary segregation, protective custody, um, and would house individuals that either were at harm to harm their, themselves or others or had actually engaged in misbehavior inside our institutions. What, what I'm worried about is that Mr. Strand gave us testimony about some of his concerns, and as you know, people give us testimony. We sort through what's right and wrong and should be acted on and shouldn't be acted on. It's not gospel. It's just testimony. Uh, but then thereafter... People were posting on some of his social media platforms his concerns about the treatment he'd received at the Bureau. And then I sent a letter to you concerned about that because, like you, I don't want anyone retaliated against for constitutionally protected speech. And, and thereafter, I got a letter back from the aforementioned Office of Legislative Affairs in your office, and they say, in part, Mr. Strand was moved to a secure housing unit with increased supervision and frequent employee contact on September 26, 2023, pending completion of an investigation. So I guess my question is, when, when someone, is that like akin to what we would normally think about as solitary confinement? Those words, secure housing unit with increased supervision and frequent employee contact? We would use the word restrictive housing. Okay. So what's this then? Because this guy's a non-violent, he was never violent toward anyone. So I'm just wondering why the, the assets that we fund for the highest acuity violent people would be used for this purpose. Uh, Congressman, we use that uh, special housing unit for individuals that um, engage in any sort of misconduct inside our institutions. I don't know what he he was found to be guilty of by our hearings administrative process that would warrant his 
need to go into restrictive housing, but I assure you we have administrative processes that people have to go through before those placements actually occur. Yeah, I, I get that you, you can't know the conditions of every single prisoner throughout the Bureau. This is one I've ripened and sent to you because I am worried that throughout our, DO, our Department of Justice and, and what we've endured, that there are some people who are sort of being used as pawns and they're being mistreated in order to send a message to other people. And I'm grateful that you've said here that is not your doctrine. You don't want to see that happen. But you also haven't been able to share with us an entire confidence that that isn't happening in some cases. And I'm worried that it's, it's happening here. Have you heard of the matter of Owen Schreyer? No, that name is not familiar to me. Very similar fact pattern. You know, somebody who'd sort of spoken out, was, was prominent in the public, was convicted as a consequence of activities on January 6th, and now feels as though there's specific Bureau of Prison retaliation. I don't think any group of people should be retaliated against, so I look forward to taking you up on the offer to perhaps go in a, and, and do some site visits and, and see how people are being treated and get that information directly. So I, I hope I get prom- That's Matt Gates from OLA. Actually advocating for Owen Schroyer. We'll talk more about that on the other side. Stay with us. The War Room Info. Go to hell, New World Order. We are running some old friends. Is she all right? Seems okay if we can get to it. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Harrison, visit Infowars.com forward slash show now. I hope that old man got the tractor beam out of commissioner. This is going to be a real short trip. Okay. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show today. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The War Room, InfoWars.com, band.video. So glad you're here with us today. We have just a heck of a lot of stuff to talk about. Talk about some mysterious goings-on in Pennsylvania as it is election day there and across the nation. Some bizarre occurrences taking place that we'll look into. Still a, a developing story. We'll talk about censorship from a variety of different sources and directions. Also, some major signals about World War III as the fault lines are drawn, the allies, ally ships consolidated, and the war drums beating in the distance. In that last five minutes, we showed you a video of Matt Gates actually advocating for Owen Schroyer. He calls him Schreyer, which is it's just kind of disappointing. Like, I don't expect congressmen to like regularly watch InfoWars. Maybe they should. Maybe we'd be in a better situation if they did actually consume alternative media. But how are you not aware of Owen Schroyer? How do you not know who Owen Schroyer is? I'm not complaining. It's actually fantastic. We should have a lot more elected representatives actually advocating for people like Owen Schroyer, who are clearly being imprisoned in violation of the First Amendment, violation of the Fifth Amendment, 
and whatever other amendment, right? I mean, how many how many amendments can you violate at once? And obviously, cruel and unusual punishments. What's being inflicted on him right now, as he's been unable to speak to anybody and has been in solitary confinement or enhanced storage or whatever they call it for the last two weeks, minus a day in the middle. And the latest we've heard is that he'll be in there for an entire month. A brutal and unnecessary punishment for doing nothing, for debatably violating an agreement that he signed two years earlier. Regardless, it's like, thank God Matt Gates is actually picking this up. Thank God we actually have somebody in the government who seems to actually care about the rights of the American people. Even ones that have been demonized by the mainstream media, we still have the First Amendment. We still have rights even when we oppose the government, slash especially when we oppose the government. This is America after all. But it's just kind of – it's like – you don't have to be a daily watcher of InfoWars to at least be aware of the major media figures that are like superstars on the right wing. It just goes to show how still, still in 2023, after a decade of you know dominance by alternative internet outlets, DC, even the the right-wing people, even the MAGA people, they're still stuck in the mainstream media bubble. And it really does explain why they do the things that they do. It's very upsetting. But not only did Matt Gates ask about Owen Schroyer there and, and uh, get his name in front of you know this official asking about mistreatment and retribution being carried out against distance of the state, but he actually tagged him well he tagged it see owen's not actually allowed on social media but again it's like a for effort matt gates did try to tag at real owen schroyer on instagram uh sending people to him so it's wonderful to see it's fantastic to see and he's not the only one donald trump jr also shouting out owen schroyer jack Posobiec. You know, tweeted out the federal government is now planning to throw TV host Owen Schroyer in solitary for a full month. And Don Trump Jr. responded, is anyone watching how they treat their enemies? Not violent criminals. Those people are treated with dignity and respect, but simply those who speak up loudly against the regime. This dystopian behavior and the government's unfettered power must be put in check now. Now, I agree, and he, he makes a good point that hints to a wider reality that is under this despotism. Offending against the state is the only offense there is. If you're shoplifting, if you're committing violent crimes, if you're breaking and entering or stealing cars, they'll blame everybody except for you, right? It's the store's fault for having items you want to steal. It's the car manufacturer's fault for making their cars too easy to steal. You'll not really be punished for actual criminality. And this is literally exactly what happened under the Soviet Union. And you can read about it in Gulag Archipelago. The petty criminals were treated very nicely. In fact, they were often, if they were ever incarcerated, they incarcerated. They were given positions in the jail as like authority. Like you'd, you'd find somebody who was stealing and they'd say, well, that's because you were infected with the capitalistic mindset. And so, you know, you were just starving and needed something. So you're fine. You go to jail, but you'll be treated nicely. And in fact, you'll even be 
given authority over the real criminals who are the dissidents, and that's the only real crime there is in a totalitarian regime. And we'll actually have uh, Jeremy Brown, another January 6th prisoner, uh, victim of political persecution, on the show in the third hour. But we have a couple other stories about the vicious and brutal treatment of political prisoners here in America. This is from J6 Patriot News. They say, this is beyond evil, the torture of Joe Biggs. Joe is awaiting his transfer in the USP Atlanta to FCI Talladega in Alabama. He was box cuffed during his transfer to USP Atlanta, and that just means you have um, handcuffs on that have like a sort of a plastic or metal box around it that makes them makes it to where you can't move your wrists independently. They're locked together. That's what it means. He was box cuffed during his transfer to USP Atlanta. These cuffs are not to be used for long periods of time, and he had them on for 16 hours, causing him to pray to God to make the pain stop. His circulation was cut off from wearing these cuffs, and his arms, shoulders, and back are still in extreme pain. When he arrived with 15 other prisoners into Atlanta, they were told there was no room for them, and they would be sleeping in a room with no beds, mattresses, pillows, or even blankets, all of them sleeping on concrete floor in a two-day period were given one slice of pizza to eat. Joe has been unable to receive his, any commissary and says, quote, I am getting used to being hungry while still awaiting any kind of time period of when he'll be moved to the Talladega facility. Until he is moved, he will continue to be treated this way due to them labeling him a, quote, domestic terrorist. His crime, I remind you, shaking offense. He shook offense on January 6th, and this is the way that he's being treated. Again, we do not treat murderers this way. We don't treat rapists this way. But if you offend against the regime, you can expect to literally be tortured. 16 hours with your hands behind your back. 16 hours in box cuffs. Given a starvation diet. Forced to sleep on, on the concrete floor. This is something you'd expect in the Congo. This is something you'd expect in some brutal third world dictatorship. But the reality is this is a choice they're making here in America, to punish anybody who attempted to stand up against them as a warning to everybody else. Well, it's a warning that, at least in my case, is going to fall on entirely deaf ears. Finally, we have this from Gateway Pundit. J6 single mother faces up to six months in prison. Felicia Kennold is fighting to save her house and keep her children out of the government's hands. She's a single mother who was at the Capitol on January 6th. She apparently on that day met up with some Proud Boys. She'd never been in contact with them before, but uh, simply joined their crowd as they moved through the Capitol. And I was reading this article, and it, it you know it basically just you know tells her story from from her perspective. They're talking about how she has a 13 year old and a two year old. She's worried that they can't get the care they need if she's thrown in prison, which she now faces six months in prison for accepting a plea deal from them. I was reading it thinking, you know, all right, I better go to the official source. I went to the official source. There was no violence. She did nothing. This woman did nothing. The satanic new world order is betting against humanity. They're betting on our weakness. They believe they can destabilize civilization and bring us down into the ashes of history. But the trap they've laid for us will be their destruction, not ours. If we trust in God and if we are valiant and have courage to speak the truth and not comply and engage in civil disobedience and not join the masses who have decided that they are the scum of the earth, who have decided that they will join with this soulless corporate system. As for InfoWars, we are going to steadfastly continue to fight 
in the information war with our weapon, the truth, against the enemies of humanity. And we put our faith, and we put our trust, and we put our destiny in the hands of God. Because it's been said a trillion times, if God be with us, who can be against us? Have you tried taking the real red pill? A one-of-a-kind heart and brain formula designed exclusively for InfoWarsStore.com. One of the most powerful ingredients in Real Red Pill Plus is pregnanolone. Pregnanolone levels decrease with age, and low levels are associated with fatigue, low brain function, and unhealthy aging. The Real Red Pill Plus also provides essential trace minerals, such as vitamin B12, calcium, copper, and zinc. Featuring naturally occurring L-theanine, caffeine, and theobromine, the energy blend inside the Real Red Pill Plus provides an extra pick-me-up for your day that goes beyond the second cup of coffee. So Visit InfoWarsStore.com, go down the rabbit hole, and try taking the real red pill. Now 25% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The War Room. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Let's continue to talk a little bit about political persecution. We'll talk about censorship and tie it all in together, the overall uh, path that America is taking right now. So again, just to reiterate what I was saying at the end of that last segment, there's a story from Gateway Pundit about Felicia Conold, or Conald, who basically attended January 6th just like a million other Americans did, was swept up by the crowd, ended up entering the Capitol at one point. And, you know, I read this story, and, it, and it's obviously from her perspective. It's obviously, you know, talking about how she's being affected, how this is ruining her life, tells a story about how she just went there. She wasn't a proud boy. You know, it says Felicia Kinold and her brother Corey were, perse- were prosecuted as if they were part of the Proud Boys group and conspiring with them to obstruct Congress, but they say they're not Proud Boys and had just met members of the group that day. Also, of course, the little sticking point that she's not a boy, so she wouldn't even be able to enter um, Proud Boys anyway. But, you know, reading this, you know, sometimes I see stories, even from places like Gateway Pundit, I just go, you know, I don't want to just go and start rambling about how unfair this is to her only to then, like, look up and be like, oh, wait, she, like, brought bear mace and and maced a cop or something. You know, that's always a possibility. But I went and looked at the official charging documents, the official DOJ statement about her case, and, yeah, she did nothing. She did – they can't even say she did nothing. Everything they claim she did, they are actually saying a crowd did this and she was in the crowd. So literally just going to – Washington, D.C. on January 6th, watching Trump do his speech and then being in the crowd that surges towards the Capitol. I mean, she's not accused of assaulting anybody. She's not accused of breaking anything. She literally was just there. And that's sort of the most sickening part of this is that they treated her and are still treating her like she is a domestic terrorist, like she is you know, plotting some mass murder or something. Her only crime, literally attending a protest. They got a little bit out of hand. 
for a few minutes. A single mother, a single mother of two, Alexander now 13 and Henry two years old, she works two jobs up to 80 hours a week, goes to school and homeschools her son. She never dreamed that her attendance on January 6th would lead to her turmoil she's in today, the turmoil of being behind on all of her bills, paying for her legal defense, and securing a future for her children. This is taking a toll on the young mother. On February 11th, 2021, she was subject to an early morning FBI raid at her aunt's house, where at the time, Conold was the primary caregiver of her aunt. Over a dozen fully armed tactical FBI agents blocked off her street and arrested her. When taken and questioned, Conold declined to speak to the FBI even after being told repeatedly she could view their folder of evidence if she would only speak to them. They finally understood that she was firm in invoking her Fifth Amendment rights. And that may have been what uh, did her in. You know, they always say courtrooms and, I mean, the, the understanding is in the justice system, like invoking your Fifth Amendment right, the point of that right is that invoking it should not be held against you, cannot be held, legally cannot be held against you. So, and they tell the juries, right? Just because they say they're invoking their Fifth Amendment, don't assume that that means that they're you know, uh, don't want to talk because it'll incriminate. They're just, you cannot assume one way or another what that means. It just means that they're invoking their right, a sacred right that we have as Americans that is possibly, well, it's up there of among our most valuable ones. So then she had this liberal attorney who told her, uh, told her not to do any interviews, don't do any media, stay away from it all. And he said, well, I have one thing to set up for you. It's the daughter of Nancy Pelosi is doing a documentary, and they want to interview you, which is a little suspicious on its own. When Pelosi, the daughter, asked Conold's then 10-year-old son, quote, how does it feel knowing your mommy is a terrorist? Conold immediately stopped the interview and sent the film crew and their host packing. So now she faces up to six months in prison. And, of course, they say without adequate funding, she feels her children will not be able to get the caregiver they need to keep them away from CPS. So, in other words, she will lose her job, her schooling, and possibly her children for the crime of attending a protest in Washington, D.C. And, of course, this is just a, a small sample. But you can see from Owen Schroyer being put in solitary confinement for 30 days, Joe Biggs being cuffed his hands behind his back for 16 hours and told they don't have enough room in the jail so you have to sleep on the floor to this woman having her life destroyed for her participation under a in a in a action protected by the first amendment and later we'll be talking to Jeremy Brown and this is just a percentage of a percentage of the number of people who have been treated like this by our own government and it's not going to end anytime soon unless we end it. And it's good to see at least Matt Gates in Congress uh, standing up for it. Andrew Meyer on Twitter said he sent Owen Schroyer 10 books to engage his mind while he's unjustly locked behind bars, but says his mail was returned as refused. He confirmed the prison rules that he could, in fact, send paperback books. And he asks, is the prison confiscating Owen Schroyer 1776's mail and denying him books while keeping him in solitary confinement, cruel and unusual punishment if so. And in fact, if we can bring up the the tweet itself. They check something here. Uh, scroll down, if you will, to the 
so we can see the full picture because uh, it it had a check mark under the reason it was returned. And I just think this is important for people to know. Keep going. It's that sticker on the bottom there. Unless I'm mistaken. Yeah, here it is. Uh, attention customer. Received, unsealed, received, damaged, received without contents. So I'm wondering if because it was damaged, they refused it. Oh, if it's okay. Okay, so you're saying you cannot send books. Well, I know Andrew, I was looking at his Twitter feed. Andrew Meyer showed the the jail rules that said you could send paperback books, but I'm hearing now that if you want to send a paperback book, it has to be directly from the manufacturer. Uh, whether that's, you know, something they have decided to arbitrarily do or because uh, you, you can go to Andrew Meyer's profile and, and see where else he posted the uh, document that says that you can send paperback book so maybe they're violating their own rules maybe not but it just goes to show you and we'll get into some of the censorship stuff here on the other side there's been a lot of news about censorship as well as some breaking news from the uh, voting machines malfunctioning in pennsylvania but whether it's censorship or cruel and unusual punishment punishing dissidents punishing suspects for their invocation of the fifth amendment or even the wars that we're involved in, in Ukraine and Israel. It's so sort of annoying. I don't know what it is when you realize that our Constitution was written with all of these abuses in mind and explicitly prohibits all of them. I've said before, it's almost like we need a re-revolution. It's like we don't need a revolution. We don't need a new form of government because the Constitution enumerates all of this it is like this brilliant document that could foresee every abuse that government could ever carry out and wrote down that they're not allowed to do that and it's the constitution that we're losing right now we'll get into that more on the other side stay with us please listen closely because this is life-changing critical information the globalists are bombarding us with toxic chemicals hitting us in the air, the water, the food, the 5G, the poison shots, the shedding, the GMO, all of it. But God's given us compounds through nature that do incredible things in our body. And one of the most important, if not the most important, is vitamin B12. We've got the best organic vitamin B12, Ultra 12, a bestseller, finally back in stock after close to a year being sold out. You take it under the tongue for better absorption, and it's 40% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. So go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Get your Ultra 12 and other great products for 40% off. Some products are even more, and it keeps the show on the air. That is a 360 win. The only way you lose is not taking action. I thank you all for your support, being part of this fight. Now go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Infowars.com forward slash show. The command center in the battle for clarity and truth. Harrison Smith invites you to the war room. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the front lines of the information war. Talk about the way this war is being fought in secret, in the shadows, by the government, against the free and fair press of this once great country. But first, some uh, breaking stories here from Gateway Pundit, 
voting machines down in several districts in Pennsylvania due to, quote, votes getting flipped. Lehigh Valley News has reported several voting machines in multiple districts across Northampton County are down due to votes getting flipped and not recording properly. They have now, I guess, resulted uh, uh, resorted rather to uh, paper ballots because it turns out electronic voting maybe not the safest thing in the world. Maybe not from Lehigh Valley News or LehighValleyLive.com rather. Election Day 2023 voting machine problems appear across Northampton County, and this is uh, being reported quite a bit actually in Pennsylvania Superior Court, which I guess makes everybody reporting on this an election denier. That will be you know have their door kicked in by the FBI at some point in the near future, or maybe our election system is not unquestionable and. Perfect in every way. The most secure election system ever. Not so much. But that's just one of the many lies that we've had to contend with over the last several years. And of course, it's hard to uh, hard to fight the lies when the liars also control the means of communication. Yeah, that video. Leftist lunatic curses a GOP poll greeter, calls him a blanking animal, and threatens him. Yeah, I'm not I'm not even gonna bother showing that showing that video. You can go watch it at Infowars.com. But yesterday we covered and and today Stephen Crowder was on the Alex Jones show talking about his revelation of the Tranifesto, the transgender shooters manifesto. And of course now there's an investigation launched to try to find out who leaked it. The fact that it was and has continued to be hidden for so long raises a lot of other questions about what political impetus was behind the hiding of this information. But now YouTube has removed Steven Crowder's video that exposed the trans shooters manifesto. It's still on Rumble, of course. But this is just it's almost I mean it's typical, isn't it? YouTube has removed Steven Crowder's bombshell video that revealed leaked images from the manifesto of Audrey Hale, the trans mass shooter who murdered three children and three adults in a private Presbyterian school in Nashville, Tennessee, last March. And they're not the only ones uh, removing it. Other social media has as well. So, you know, thank God for uh, the new, at least moderate freedom of X, as well as Rumble, and of course things like Band.Video where we can put up anything we want and nobody can take it down. But how many times did we hear, have we heard over the last decade, they're private companies. Your First Amendment is not being violated because these are private companies and they get to choose whoever they want to have on, okay? Despite the fact that that's a stupid argument in the first place, it was never actually true. It was never actually true, and we now know not only was big tech infested with leftists who were using their privileged position to silence political agendas that they disagree with. They were doing so in total concert with the United States government. This, of course, aligns directly with statements we've heard even earlier this year at the Global Government Summit from the World Economic Forum with FBI head Christopher Wray saying it's really amazing how well – we're working with the corporations in big tech to control mis- and disinformation. 
So, the, I mean, it's not even speculation at this point. They in, admit it. They announce it. It's obvious. It's a total violation of the First Amendment in every possible way. They cannot deny that anymore. But even more information has come out about the way that this – that these claims of mis- and disinformation were used to silence American citizens. Jim Jordan put out a thread on Twitter called Bombshell Report on the Censorship Industrial Complex saying hundreds of secret reports show how the DHS, CISA, and the State Department as well as Stanford University and others worked together to censor Americans before the 2020 election, including true information, jokes, and opinions. And of course, just before we get too much into this, if you think about the Transgender Manifesto, Obviously, the authorities have had this. They've refused to release it, probably because it would not shine on them uh, positively. And it's it's always sort of shocking when you remember what the people in power are willing to let happen to gain some political edge, like in Loudoun County, Virginia, where they were instituting new transgender bathroom rules and they actively covered up and actually arrested a father for talking about a rape that occurred they refused to punish the rapist and in fact sent him to a different school where he did it again why because if it were to be revealed that a transgender person raped a girl in the bathroom of a high school then they wouldn't get their political point of having transgender bathrooms so they'll cover up a rape they'll you know hide a manifesto, contributing that little bit more to the possibility that such a shooting would happen again by hiding the warning signs that are evidenced in the manifesto. So whether it's mass shootings or you know, rapes of children, I mean, it doesn't matter. What comes first for them is their particular political progressive agenda and nothing else matters. So we're seeing the same thing done with the transgender manifesto, even though it's valid, even though it's true, even though it's a important and nationally you know with with national attention a news story that should be reported uh, it gets removed from youtube just like the hunter biden laptop almost exactly the same in fact you in that case also have the information in the hands of the authorities they refuse to release it when it does get released by a leaker then the social media companies in concert with the deep state spy agencies hide it disguise it they even write a letter saying it was fake in the hunter biden case in an act of open election engineering. But we're getting more information about this, again, from Jim Jordan. The federal government disinformation, quote, experts at universities, big tech, and others work together through the Election Integrity Partnership to monitor and censor American speech. I don't, I don't know how or, more Orwellian we can get, but yes, the Election Integrity Partnership is destroying our election integrity by limiting what we're allowed to talk about and what information people are allowed to get. He says, here's how it works. EIP, quote, stakeholders, and he puts that in quotes, including the federal government, would submit misinformation uh, reports. EIP would analyze the reports to find similar content across platform. They would then submit the report to big tech, often with a recommendation on how to censor it. The House GOP Judiciary Committee and uh, the Committee on the Weaponization of Government obtained these non-public documents and information from Stanford only after the threat of contempt. So they were doing this in secret. They were hiding this from the American people. 
it is an obvious and egregious violation of the First Amendment, and somebody has to pay for this. Somebody has to be punished for this. I'll also point out that they use the term stakeholder, which is, as we've noted many times on here, a linguistic tag letting you know that these people subscribe to the Fourth Industrial Revolution Great Reset Scheme of Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum as we are moving into a stakeholder capitalism paradigm. And if you were watching uh, Timcast last night, Chase Geyser, current uh, guest host of the American Journal, was on there, and he mentioned that. He said, you know, they're using this word stakeholder. That's a signal to their fellow travelers in the World Economic Forum. Nobody at Tim Pool knew what he was talking about. They're like, what, stakeholders? Which, God bless Tim Pool. They're, they're having a lot of InfoWars people on right now. They put on a great show, a really great source of information. No, no shade at them. But it is just a reminder that nobody understands the, the paradigm we're in, the threat that we're under like InfoWars. If you don't know about stakeholder capitalism, you don't know about Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum and how they are behind so much of this censorship and collaboration between the government and corporations, you're missing a, a big old chunk of the picture, guys. We have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's going on. And these are game-changing products. It's like our information's game-changing. These products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock, but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get three or 4,000 bottles of each one of these. I think we got 4,000 bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about 4,000 bottles of 1776 Testosterone Boost that just came in. And we've got about 3,000 bottles of Pain MD, incredible natural pain reliever situation. All three of these are back in stock, and they're incredible, and they fund our operation at InfoWarsStore.com. A lot of listeners have complained in the last two years that our amazing high-quality coffee has not been available. And that's because the prices went up too high for the raw beans and the quality had gone down some. I turned down so many companies that wanted to work with us. But now, we have brought back the coffee and it's even better from a national supplier that's veteran-owned and veteran-operated. It's powered by the company Minuteman Coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best-tasting, best-smelling, strongest coffee that I have ever drank. It is game-changing. All you got to do is buy a bag of it and try it. I know you're going to be hooked, which will then fund your operation A360 win. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now for Escape the Prison Planet Light Roast. That's the strongest. The amazing Medium Roast Wig of America. And finally, the best-tasting Dark Roast Tip of the Spear, now exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your coffee now. Infowars.com forward slash show. I want to know if you can imagine the enemy, the enemy of free speech, the enemies of free expression, freedom itself, liberty in the American style. Can you imagine the legion that we're up against? The 
cacophony, the mosaic of groups, governmental groups, NGOs, volunteer groups, professional groups, corporations. Can you imagine, can you picture in your mind the tangled web, the massive army of organizations that are all hell-bent on one thing, stopping you, stopping you from telling the truth, stopping you from expressing yourself, stopping you from reaching an audience, stopping you from understanding the world so that you can make the best decision as the situation develops. I mean, just from, you know, looking back at the Facebook files, because we've, I mean, we've known this is happening forever, and we've seen the effects of this happening. So it's not exactly a surprise, and all the way back on September 5th was the fifth edition of the Facebook files, which were the follow-up to the Twitter files, every one of these, multiple iterations, each one enumerating mass amounts of collusion and corruption, all focused on silencing specifically conservatives, patriots, and those who uh, champion liberty. Back then, I was talking about the UK-based Center for Countering Digital Hate. Even in just the first few paragraphs of the New York Post about the revelations from the Weaponization of Government Committee and, and Jim Jordan, the ones he made earlier today, you have the Department of Homeland Security, Stanford University, the Election Integrity Partnership, which is part of the DHS's Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency, the Atlantic Council's Digital Forensic Research Lab. I mean, you've got the Atlantic Council, you've got the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, you've got the FBI, the CIA, the DHS, DOJ. I mean, the number of people, the number of organizations, number, the amount of money and manpower and energy that is poured into the sole purpose, sole goal of silencing you, silencing me, silencing us from telling the truth, not from spreading disinformation or misinformation, but literally from telling the truth. And it's important to note that they've failed. It's important to realize, not that we've achieved victory, but that despite the impossible to even imagine amount of resources that have been poured into Silencing the American people, silencing lovers of liberty worldwide, silencing anybody who would oppose and expose their evil plans, it's failed. And people are waking up to a massive degree, and the actions that they're taking to silence people is only making more people wake up. So they're failing because you cannot put a lid on humanity. You cannot silence humanity. Even with all the technological advancements they have, the truth will break through, and we will continue to champion it. And even when you send us to jail and even when you sue us into oblivion and even when you totally crush our reach so you know we feel like posting is pointless because who's even seeing it, we're still going to do it. We're still going to talk about this. We're still going to tell the truth. And you can help circumvent it because the one thing they can't do is stop everybody all at once. The one way to overcome their restrictions is for all of us to all the time and constantly be pumping out information from a thousand different sources to a thousand different recipients and for them to pick it up and run with it. I mean, they can't overcome that. They would love if it was like it was in the old days where you had five channels and everybody just had to get all their information from them and, you know, 
conglomerate-owned newspapers. That's not the case anymore. We have the internet, and as much as they are restricting and censoring it, we can defeat it, but only if you do your part, only if this whole audience does their part in spreading this information, circumventing the censorship, getting around the limitations, and spreading the truth to people who want and are able to hear it. So again, one of the EIP's founding partners, the Atlantic Council's Digital Forensic Research Lab. That's the other thing. You've got like the Atlantic Council and the ADL and the SPLC and these organizations that are privately funded, in some case specifically ethnic supremacist organizations like the ADL. They are being empowered as official government organs to progress their particular agenda, their progressive ideas in total – opposition to uh, the, the will of the American people. And there's one particular statement that I think is, I mean, it highlights what, a phenomenon that we talk about continuously here, which is trying to overcome the claims of hypocrisy in that people think that uh, it's hypocritical because they do something, we do something, we get punished, they don't. I see Alex Jones is in the studio. Alex, I don't mean to interrupt, but, you know, you're doing a great job hosting Zoe's show. And I just shot a report that will be up in the next 30 minutes at man.video and infowars.com. Everybody can tweet out. This is a big deal. I, I, I wasn't worried about Owen going to jail for 60 days. I was worried about them pulling something once he was in there because once they get you in their clutches, God knows what they'll do. And we know that the federal prosecutor in D.C. has a lot of control of the Bureau of Prisons has ordered a lot of abuse of other January 6th prisoners. So some people are like, Owen needs to stop harping on the 60 days. Other people are getting, you know, decades in jail. But but here's the difference. He didn't go in the Capitol. He tried to stop it. And, and, and those other sentences out of D.C. are obviously kangaroo courts and wrong. My issue was is that once they can put a journalist in jail for 60 days, that sets the precedent to make it 60 years. So when he first went in two and a half weeks ago, he was given – a week in solitary confinement, quote, COVID protocol, more crap. Uh, that's what COVID protocol is, making it's all prisoners. Then he calls a friend who records it and puts it out. We always have Gaston. If I guessed on from death row, totally legal. And they, we only confirmed this last few days. And now I've had lawyers confirm it. Put him in solitary confinement for 30 days at least. And so it came up in a congressional hearing today with Matt Gates uh, talking to the head of the Federal Bureau of Prisons. So I just want to say Owen's not suicidal. If anything happens to Owen, uh, we know that the system did it. They try to Jeffrey Epstein him. They want to send a message to bully and intimidate protesters and and, 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 and populists and conservatives and anybody else who stands up to him. So we'll have that clip here when you come back, obviously, in the next hour, maybe even now. Uh, but 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 this, this is happening. This isn't, oh, don't compare 60 days to 22 years for Joe Biggs and Enrique Tarrio and you know, all these other innocent people. Uh, like Stuart Rhodes. By the way, people I've had on the show, um, you know, many of them while they were in jail, they were never put in solitary for that because that's known and allowed to do. They call for violence when they call into a show or something. That's a different deal. He was totally polite, totally nice, put out a little four-and-a-half-minute call. Folks put it on Twitter, and uh, now they are doing this to him. This is a precedent-setting situation, but the good news is Congress is now investigating. The head of the Federal Bureau of Prisons has been put on the hot seat about this, but I told you folks, 60 days is a precedent for everybody else. This is a big deal. 
and they're and, and they're honing in on Owen as a message to me and everybody else to give up or you'll be next. That's all this is. Uh, it's like when they go after your family. Hey, we got this guy. It'll be you next. And they persecute our crew, hoping they'll come to them and make up some stuff about me. So we need to be praying for Owen. And now this is a really serious situation. My lawyer, uh, who's also um, uh, you know, his lawyer, Norm Pattis, has been in D.C. for two days dealing with this. That's why this got brought up in Congress. Don Jr.'s brought it up. We appreciate Jack Posobiec bringing it up. They realize it's a big deal. So, so people are like, oh, well, he didn't get 22 years. He ought to be happy. He got six months. He wasn't in the Capitol. He was trying to stop people. It sets a precedent. The judge said in the sentencing document, for your free speech, I'm going to put you in prison. He put it in the damn document. It's everybody's free speech being stolen. It's not, oh, oh, and tough up. You're only getting 60 days. I said, hey, I hope it goes well, but I'm worried what they're going to pull once he's in prison. Okay, so th- this is a big deal for everybody. Um, I know you're going to come back next hour, but there was congressional hearings. Owen was brought up re- repeatedly. Uh, and so that's the good news. There's a lot of eyes and ears on Owen. We appreciate the audience being part of this because you're the key to everything. You're not the tail. You're the dog. Share the links. Share InfoWars.com. When this report goes up with all the documents and the tweets and the video, it manned out video in like 30 minutes. Uh, you know, our great editor, Drew's, and they're putting it together right now. As soon as this goes up at man.video on Infowars.com and, and, and Ben, our great writer, is posting it, make it go viral, folks, because they're not just trying to destroy Owen. They got to get through him to get to you. I know you got another couple hours uh, of uh, the war room coming up, but this is real. These are the times we live in. God bless and good luck. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, uh, mass murderers get to do interviews out of prison, right? Charles Manson does 60 minute interviews, but Owen Schroyer uh, takes a phone call and he gets posted on Twitter and suddenly it's uh, he, he's thrown in the hole. But hey, you know, as, as, as big of a bummer as it is, you know, maybe that's the silver lining is that at least when if he's in solitary confinement the whole time, he can't be, you know, shivved by some Democratic operative that they have in the prison there with him. So maybe it's safer, but God only knows. He needs your prayers. We'll be right back, folks. Please listen closely because this is life-changing critical information. The globalists are bombarding us with toxic chemicals hitting us in the air, the water, the food, the 5G, the poison shots, the shedding, the GMO, all of it. But God's given us compounds through nature that do incredible things in our body. And one of the most important, if not the most important, is vitamin B12. We've got the best organic vitamin B12 Ultra 12, a bestseller, finally back in stock after close to a year being sold out. You take it under the tongue for better absorption, and it's 40% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. So go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Get your Ultra 12 and other great products for 40% off. Some products are even more, and it keeps the show on the air. That is a 360 win. The only way you lose is not taking action. I thank you all for your support, being part of this fight. Now go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Navigating the maze of mainstream narratives, Harrison Smith finds the hidden paths in the war room. Amazing to see Matt Gates, Donald Trump Jr., Jack Posobiec. I mean, people are recognizing what's being done to Owen and what a vicious violation of so many of his rights are being is being conducted here in real time in front of everybody. And it's only going to get worse. And I'll get to some of the new censorship tactics that they're 
using here. And of course, uh, Jim Jordan, Representative Jim Jordan, released today a thread on how Stanford University, with the Atlantic Council, as well as the Center for Stopping Hate, and all these other leftist-funded organizations were conspiring with, hand-in-glove, with the United States government, which, I remind you, this is the Great Reset. That's why we call it the Great Consolidation. It's all of these various forces, corporate, non-governmental, and governmental, combining their efforts and working in tandem to silence the American people, to deprive you of your rights, to destroy the Constitution wholesale. From the First Amendment to the Second Amendment to the Third, Fourth, Fifth, Tenth Amendment, you will own nothing and you will be happy and you will be quiet about it and you'll be disarmed and incapable of resisting their plans. That's what it's all about and that's why countries that don't have protections for their individual citizens aren't suffering under this regime. They're being rewarded by the regime like China. I mean the regime uses everything from race to sexual orientation, the progressive ideas. They batter Western countries over the head with these things. China is on the whole other spectrum from them, but they don't say anything about China doing it. In fact, they support China and fund China and have offshored everything to China because China doesn't have pesky things like the First and Second Amendment. It doesn't have the right to a fair trial of your peers. It doesn't have free speech in concept or reality. So they get to do whatever. They're done. They're, they are completed. They have conquered that nation. They have the control system. And that's why you also see you know, religions. Some religions are, are targeted. Some aren't. Well, some religions, you know, Sunni and Shia. Shia is more decentralized. It's not a top-down control, whereas the Sunni Muslims are all controlled top-down by the Saudi Arabian government, essentially. So whatever method they can use to control you, that's the method they'll use. And whatever document or heritage or concept or nation protects your rights, that's what they're targeting. And again, this, this quote, I believe this is from Jim Jordan really needs to be understood the way that this works. He says this, quote, This pressure was largely directed, the pressure to censor people, was largely directed in a way that benefited one side of the political aisle. True information posted by Republicans and conservatives was labeled as misinformation, while false information posted by Democrats and liberals was largely unreported and untouched by the censors. So again, it's an important thing to understand. This isn't hypocrisy. This isn't, well, we spread misinformation and they spread misinformation, but we're the only ones who get it. No, 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 no. We tell the truth and it gets censored. They lie and it gets spread unrestricted. This is the new establishment. This is the way they're setting up the entire media landscape in America right now. Under control of secretive, shadowy, privately funded in some cases, publicly organized in others. Organizations, sometimes internationally as well. The Oversight Committee was chaired when it kicked Donald Trump off of Facebook. It had the it had a sitting member of the Israeli government on its board. So you've got foreign nations silencing and censoring the president of the United States when he was still in office. This is the level of control that they're demanding over the media landscape. But try as they might, they cannot stop 10 million Americans posting the proof. 
They cannot stop you talking to your neighbor in real life. They cannot stop you downloading the video and uploading it yourself and making a new account when that account gets banned and getting around and through their censorship and battering down their walls in the cyberspace. Tell the truth. All right, welcome back, folks. This is the War Room, Infowars.com, banned.video. We'll get into some more censorship news because don't worry, it's not over yet. And remember, it's not just it's not just the Atlantic Council and the World Economic Forum and the NGOs of various styles and sizes and influence all working together in a coordinated fashion to silence anybody who's a patriot or a lover of truth and freedom. Everything's been weaponized now. We are living in a weaponized system where the DOJ is weaponized, the media is weaponized, the education system is weaponized, all of it coordinating, working together to destroy the foundation of our liberty, our knowledge of history, our heritage, and the values that undergird things like the Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights is just enumerating the rights God gave us, and people aren't just ignorant now about those rights they're ignorant as to why those rights are even important they don't care you know it's like that woman holding the sign like is your freedom more important than my safety it's like yeah lady it is sorry sorry you don't get the spiritual and and political importance of our founding documents but i guess that's what happens when you you know, tell everybody that the founding fathers were nothing but a bunch of slave rapists for the last two decades. It tends to sour all of the concepts that they, as the most advanced and sophisticated generation that had ever lived, and moral for that matter, put down in a document to be preserved for all of time as a sacred document. And that really is how we need to uh, approach it, treat it. But it's a weaponized system. And, of course, one of the primary actors in this is the IRS. From conservativeroof.com, new evidence suggests – or I'm sorry, new evidence reveals IRS targeted conservative groups in revenge plot. The IRS has faced allegations of of being politically weaponized with claims that it made a, quote, deliberate attempt to punish and suppress a conservative watchdog group whose actions resulted in several of President Joe Biden's senior administrative nominees withdrawing from candidacies – the American Accountability Foundation, a nonprofit committed to investigating public figures and organizations, is now in the spotlight as the IRS reviews its tax-exempt status. This information comes from a letter sent by the IRS to AAF, which was obtained by the Epoch Times. So again, whether it's the Department of Justice charging you illegally or charging you for, for things for which you are completely admittedly innocent – like the Proud Boys who were convicted of unspoken conspiracy as if such a thing could ever possibly exist. Or it's the censors claiming that internet security is necessary. It's necessary we censor you to maintain internet security or whatever excuse they're using, whether it's the IRS or the DOJ or the DHS or the FBI or the CIA. The powers that be will use every organ they get their hands on and turn it towards your destruction. That is the concept of stakeholder capitalism because it doesn't have to be governmental. doesn't even have to be 
NGOs. It can be corporations. They'll use their power to overrule the will of the American people and bring us closer to the one world government in which dissidence itself will be made illegal. But here's how they're doing it right now. FCC commissioner calls Biden, quote, equity plan for Internet control sweeping, unprecedented and unlawful. The Federal Communications Commission commissioner Brendan Carr is calling the Biden administration's digital equity plan for all Internet service and infrastructure an unlawful power grab. President Biden's plan hands the administrative state effective control of all Internet services and infrastructure in the country. Never before in the roughly 40-year history of the public Internet has the FCC, or any federal agency for that matter, claimed this degree of control over it. Indeed, President Biden's plan calls for the FCC to apply a far-reaching set of governmental controls that the agency has not applied to any technology in the modern era, including Title II common carriers, Carr said in a statement on Monday. Carr previewed an important FCC vote next week on November 15th about whether to implement the president's plan. Quote, Congress never contemplated the sweeping regulatory regime that President Biden asked the FCC to adopt, let alone authorize the agency to implement it. Carr explained that the Biden administration's broadband policies are failing and the cost of building Internet infrastructure in this country have skyrocketed due to his economic policies. While the FCC has been looking to expand new 5G services, it has, quote, needlessly blocked and delayed new broadband infrastructure builds because of regulatory red tape. Essentially, they are staging a hostile takeover of the very infrastructure of the Internet in an attempt to expand and accelerate their censorship program. And the First Amendment, let's just be very clear here. Yes, it does prevent or should theoretically prevent the government from doing all the things that it is currently now doing. But it enumerates five freedoms, freedom of press, freedom of religion, freedom of uh, petition the government for redress of grievances. But one of those is important in understanding what – you know, in really understanding what the founders meant by it in that when we use the term the press, that's synonymous for us with the media because we see the press as meaning the news media, newspapers and websites and blogs and – TV shows, that's the press to us. At the time when the Constitution was written, the press was the press. The press was a machine that was used to spread ideas to a mass audience. So when they wrote the freedom of the press, and this was a very real thing all the way up through and past the Civil War, where you had President Lincoln sending in agents to smash the presses of newspaper and pamphlet printers who were against the war. And during the buildup and during the Revolutionary War, right, it was pamphlets, it was common sense, it was the Federalist Papers. These were the things that were printed and handed out and passed from person to person. That's how ideas spread. That's how the revolution came about, really. And so you had wars where people would go and steal prints, uh, printers from each other, go steal press, and, and hide it somewhere, and another group would come and burn the place down to stop them from, from printing this information. So when you think about the First Amendment, you think about these rights that are enumerated and why they're so important. Remember that if it was written today, it would say something like, 
electronic communication. It wouldn't say the press. It would say the internet or you know, information networks. It would say something like that because what the founders of our country intended was that the technology for mass communication not be restricted by the government. It meant the necessary mechanical instruments to spread ideas to more people than you can reach through your voice alone needed to be unrestricted and uncontrolled by the central government or any government for that matter or any corporation when it comes to it. So again, it's not just about knowing the First Amendment says free speech. It's about knowing exactly what is enumerated in that First Amendment and why and what is the principle behind it that the Bill of Rights upholds. Because it seems like nowadays people are very comfortable with violating basic human rights, basic God-given rights that we all have if it's convenient if it's against the person they don't like or if it gives them some sort of temporary advantage. Because if you don't have principles, if your principles are liquid, you can't stand on them. So this is why it's an information war. This is why we do what we do, trying to impart, not just the, uh, trying to combat the attacks that are firmly held morals and principles as Americans as they're constantly being attacked, trying to withstand that attack, but also using the liberties we have left to fight this war in the information sphere that we don't have to devolve into chaos and murder and violence. There's a reason that we have free speech. There's a reason that we have the Fifth Amendment. And we're going to keep championing it even as they try and in some cases succeed in winnowing it away. Support us in this at InfoWarsStore.com. Finally, after close to a year, in early November, where I'm cutting this ad, we finally got one of our flagship products back in stock, Ultra 12, the highest quality vitamin B12 organic. You take it out of the tongue so you get better absorption of the body through your blood vessels and what it does to every system in your body is simply incredible. It's the natural, clean, energy, focus, immune system, everything. And it's 40% off exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. This has been rated as the best B12 in the country. It's available from a top lab that we private label it through at InfoWarsStore.com. Ultra 12, vitamin B12, taken sublingually, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. Or you can call toll-free and order it as well, 888-253-3139. And Ultra 12 funds the InfoWar as well. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, 
This survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. Here's the headline, folks. Biden's government, Biden's FCC is staging a complete takeover of Internet infrastructure. They are staging a total takeover of the technology, the hardware, and the software of the until now largely free and open internet. And that's not me saying that. This is the commissioner of the FCC saying this. And I'm going to read from his, I have his, his document here. This, this document is from the office of Commissioner Brendan Carr, who is the Commissioner of the FCC, of the Federal Communication Commission. This is not Alex Jones saying this. This isn't Joe Rogan saying this. This isn't Harrison Smith saying this. This is the FCC commissioner in his own words. He says the Biden administration is taking all the wrong lessons from its failed broadband policies. Rather than riding the ship, the Biden administration is going hard left. It is now blaming the private sector and free market capitalism itself – For the administration's own policy shortfalls. The problem, the administration has apparently concluded, is that the FCC has never gone full command and control when it comes to regulating the Internet. Last month, President Biden gave the FCC its marching orders. The president called on the FCC to implement a one-page section of the 2021 Infrastructure and Investment and Jobs Act by adopting new rules of breathtaking scope, all in the name of, quote, digital equity course it's couched in equity for the first time ever those rules would give the federal government a roving mandate to micromanage nearly every aspect of how the internet functions from how isps allocate capital and where they build to the services that consumers can purchase from the profits that isps can realize and how they market and advertise services to the discounts and promotions that customers can receive talk about central planning again this isn't an article from gateway pundit This isn't a a post from Post Millennial. This is an official document from the FCC saying that the Biden administration is implementing a full command and control system where they will micromanage every aspect of the Internet itself from the hardware up. President Biden's plan, and this is in bold, his emphasis here. President Biden's plan hands the administrative state effective control of all internet services and infrastructure in the country. Let me just read that sentence again. President Biden's plan hands the administrative state effective control of all internet services and infrastructure in the entire country. They're doing this. They are making this move. They are implementing this. This isn't a suggestion. This is now in the works and will soon be, 
either approved or cut down. He says, do not take my word for it. The text of the order expressly provides the FCC, uh, provides that the FCC would be empowered for the first time to regulate each and every ISP, that's internet service providers, network infrastructure deployment, network reliability, network upgrades, network maintenance, consumer premises equipment and installation, as well as their speeds, capacities, latencies, uh, data caps, throttling, pricing, promotional rates, imposition of late fees, opportunity for equipment rental, installation time, contract renewal terms, service termination terms, and use of consumer credit and account history, as well as mandatory arbitration clauses, pricing, deposits, discounts, customer service, language options, credit checks, marketing and advertising, contract renewal, upgrade, account termination, transfers to another covered entity, and service suspensions. He says, as exhausting as that list is to read, the FCC says it's not an exhaustive list. And they're essentially you know, reserving the right to expand that control to whatever and wherever they want. Again, quoting from this official FCC document, it gets worse. The FCC reserves the right under this plan to regulate both actions and omissions, whether recurring or in a single instance. In other words, if you take any action, you may be liable. And if you do nothing, you may be liable. There is no path of complying with this standardless regime. It reads like a planning document drawn up in the faculty lounge of a university's Soviet studies department. Have you ever heard an official governmental outlet talk like this? Again in bold, President Biden's plan sweeps entire industries within the FCC's jurisdiction for the first time in the agency's 90-year history. It allows the FCC to impose unfunded build mandates on ISPs and unlimited monetary fines on every covered entity. Includes price controls and adopts expansive and disfavored theory of liability that Congress neither directed nor authorized the FCC to adopt. So just like almost everything else that we deal with coming out of Washington these days, this is yet another example, yet another instance in which the executive branch and the unaccountable, unelected, deep state apparatus that it controls theoretically are circumventing or just straight up taking power from the U.S. Congress. What does U.S. Congress do anymore? It doesn't declare war. We don't do that anymore. We just have special international military actions that go on for 10 decades and cost a trillion dollars and kill half a million people. Congress doesn't declare war anymore. Congress can't rein in the executive uh, for anything. They get spied on by the Department of Justice and the FBI and can't do anything to uh, reverse that. They can't protect our rights. And now in this case, the FCC, without ever putting it to a vote in Congress, is just taking for itself unwarranted and incredibly dangerous amounts of power. Congress never voted to open the border, but they opened it. Congress never voted that, you know, white Christian guys protesting abortion clinics are the number one threat to American security. You have to take people off of child trafficking uh, investigations to put people on the abortion protester beat, but they're doing it. So yet again, you have another example 
of unelected aspects of the American government usurping power from the Congress, taking it to themselves and using it to destroy the rights of the American people. And unless Congress and the Senate seize back that power, then it's gone forever. They're setting a precedent here that will never be reversed. Of course, we've been warning about this forever. And I can just say, once again, now is the best time ever to support InfoWars. If you never have before, well, correct that action by going now to InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsStore.com is the only way that we stay on air. It funds for the, it funds all of this alternative news network from Bandot Video to the War Room to the American Journal to the Alex Jones Show to all the great content creators we have at Bandot Video. All of it's brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. And best of all, we have fantastic products. That means you're not just paying for the information. The information's free, and you're getting something like Ultra 12, the incredible B12 supplement that has something like 500,000 times the, the daily required amount of uh, B12. It is a nuclear bomb of B12 that is really incredible. You got to try it for yourself. And while you're there, try Down and Out and Whole Food Multivitamin and Vitamin D3, all of those 40% off today at InfoWarsStore.com. Please listen closely because this is life-changing critical information. The globalists are bombarding us with toxic chemicals hitting us in the air, the water, the food, the 5G, the poison shots, the shedding, the GMO, all of it. But God's given us compounds through nature that do incredible things in our body. And one of the most important, if not the most important, is vitamin B12. We've got the best organic vitamin B12, Ultra 12, a bestseller, finally back in stock after close to a year being sold out. You take it under the tongue for better absorption, and it's 40% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. So go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Get your Ultra 12 and other great products for 40% off. Some products are even more, and it keeps the show on the air. That is a 360 win. The only way you lose is not taking action. I thank you all for your support, being part of this fight. Now go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Infowars.com forward slash show. Peeling back the layers of the day's events to reveal the core truth. War Room with Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The War Room. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. We'll be joined in the third hour by Jeremy Brown, who is, of course, a victim of political persecution, who has been sentenced to prison. He, well, really, if, if you're right down to it, because he refused to help the FBI entrap other veterans into uh, framing them as domestic terrorists. So he'll be calling in from prison in the next hour. We're going to talk about Israel and Gaza and Ukraine and World War Three. And all of that fun stuff here in the remainder of this hour. And I want to go first to this little, this is an announcement. This is a very important announcement because uh, obviously ever since, it's been a month. It's been one month. We have been talking about the Israel-Gaza conflict for a month straight at this point. We're going to continue to because, well, kids keep being murdered. Bombs keep falling. And the tension 
around the world continues to be ratcheted up. And obviously ever since uh, the, the bombing campaign started and the Hamas terror attack against Israel, there has been a lot of competing protests around the whole world. The UK has an interesting way of dealing with this. Here's a very uh, special announcement from a uh, United Kingdom police commissioner. Let's watch. Hello, I'm Sergeant Constable Detective Officer Peter Pisspot from Twat Valley Police. Assalamu alaikum. Now, I understand that many people are planning to attend the peaceful pro-Palestine exterminate the Jews hate march in London this coming armistice weekend. And we would ask you to urgently reconsider. This is, of course, the one weekend of the year when British people remember all those brave soldiers that died to protect our freedoms and way of life. A way of life we completely pissed away and surrendered when Tony Blair opened our national borders to all and sundry for the sake of a short-term boost to the economy. It is not appropriate to hold protests in London during this sensitive weekend of remembrance, and we would ask all our peace-loving Islamist friends, please, not to go ahead with it. Pretty please with a cherry on top. Please, 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 don't flagrantly insult our history and heritage and openly belittle the sacrifices of our war dead so you can march through London waving your hate flags and chanting for jihad. However, if you do decide to go ahead with the protest, on behalf of London Mayor Sadiq Khan, we will be laying out a selection of halal sandwiches for you. There will be a bouncy castle, and at midday there will be a ceremonial burning of an effigy of a Jew. Anybody seen waving a Union flag will of course be carted off to prison. There's no place for that sort of hate crime at a peaceful Islamist march. We do appreciate that at least if you're marching through London, you're not off somewhere blowing up buses or tubes, or innocent children at a Manchester pop concert. All police officers will be wearing Kevlar vests, so if you're feeling stabby, feel free to poke away at us. That is what we're here for, after all. Happy to get knifed in the name of community cohesion. We know what we signed up for. Diversity means knife crime, and that's a price worth paying. We will be having swastikas spray-painted onto our patrol vehicles and stitched onto our uniforms, just so that all of you Islamists attending the pro-Palestine exterminate the Jews hate march know that we're on your side. In summary then, please don't march through London on Armistice Weekend, but if you do, we're not going to do anything to stop you, because we're terrified and weak as piss. Assalamu alaikum, namaste, kumbaya. So that was a brilliant skit uh, by Andrew Lawrence, Andrew Lawrence Comedy on Patreon, Andrew Lawrence Comedy. And it is, uh, it's very weird. It's very weird. We, we covered it earlier, uh, last week it was, where you had the British government saying, we are going to consider the Palestinian flag a hate symbol. It may be illegal to wave a Palestinian flag. And then the next day, they arrested a British guy for saying something negative about the Palestinian flag. They're a little confused, I think. I think they're a little bit confused over there. We're confused here, too. Uh, yet another death has occurred as a consequence of the ethnic hatred alive and well across the world here in America, as everywhere. Jewish man dies after California altercation at Israel-Hamas protests. A 69-year-old Jewish man died Monday after suffering a head injury at a Thousand Oaks protest over the Israel-Hamas war. According to law enforcement officials, Paul Kessler 
who was part of a pro-Israel group protesting at a Free Palestine rally Sunday, died hours after he fell backward and hit his head on the ground during a confrontation between the two groups. Yeah, very tragic, uh, very unexpected. I mean, this can happen, and people need to, you know, remember this. I mean, it's really strange, right? I mean, the, the human body, it's like sometimes you see somebody, like, falls off a 10-story building, and they get up, and, like, they haven't even broken a rib. But if you hit the back of your head on concrete from a standing position, that's it. It's lights out. And it's very sad and, and tragic that this happened. But I've been a little bit confused the way this has been covered on social media. As before I saw the actual story, I saw a lot of things saying this man was beaten to death. He was beaten in the head and he died from head injuries. And it's just like, just stop lying. Just stop lying. The dude died. It's tragic. It's horrible. Apparently there was an altercation and and somebody was pushed. But why... Make it something it's not. Why claim that he was beaten to death? Why claim that he was hit in the head with a megaphone and that's what caused the head injury? I just don't get it. I honestly don't because it just makes me think of the, the 40 decapitated babies or the mass rape gangs or any of the other instances where they've taken a horrific occurrence, the terrorist attack by Hamas on Israel, and then they've just shrouded it in lies. They've just made up a whole bunch of nonsense that didn't happen to try to make it sound worse than it was when it was already terrible. Just what are you doing? Why are you doing it? I don't get it. doesn't make any sense. Apparently the suspect that pushed him, that caused him to fall backwards to hit his head, uh, was the person that called 911. Uh, The police were there. It's all on video. Nobody was arrested, which makes me think it wasn't an assault. It was a tragic and regrettable and horrific accident. But I just don't get how every instance of this conflict, whether it's the protest or whether it's the war itself or the initial conflict, the initial attack on October 7th, it's like something how you have a little like grain of truth that goes out there and there's just both sides just rip it to shreds. Both sides want to just twist it to fit their narrative. And the takeaway is, all right, I can't trust any of you people. You just keep lying about everything all of the time. Why? Why do you keep lying? It's like it's not helpful. It doesn't make me more sympathetic to your cause when I realize that the thing that I was sympathizing with wasn't real. And then there's stories like this from the Washington Examiner. Anti-Israel protests fueled by terror-tied dark money groups quote national security issue. They talk about the hundreds of thousands of people that flooded the streets of Washington, D.C. to demand a ceasefire in Gaza and for the U.S. to choke off aid to Israel. And uh, apparently there is an Israeli watchdog group called the NGO Monitor that says these groups have such shadowy financing is something the U.S. government really needs to investigate. It's definitely a national security issue. Is it? Is it, though? I mean, maybe. But what have they done? They were protesting. They were waving signs. They painted a gate red. Well, this is America, and you have the First Amendment, and people can gather and protest against war. That's just something we do here. 
And yet again, there's another instance where it's like, have you not seen enough stories of exactly the same type, only about right-wing Americans? You see headlines that are like, the funding of these American groups is extremely dangerous and the FBI needs to look into it. And then the people involved are just like, what? I saw a post on Facebook saying there's a protest and I came down to protest. I'm not a part of some dark money system. But they'll use whatever excuse they can to destroy our First Amendment rights. Finally, after close to a year, in early November, where I'm cutting this ad, we finally got one of our flagship products back in stock, Ultra 12, the highest quality vitamin B12 organic. You take it out of the tongue so you get better absorption of the body through your blood vessels. And what it does to every system in your body is simply incredible. It's the natural, clean energy, focus, immune system, everything. And it's 40% off exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. This has been rated as the best B12 in the country. It's available from a top lab that we private label it through at InfoWarsStore.com. Ultra 12, vitamin B12, taken sublingually, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. Or you can call toll-free and order it as well, 888-253-3139. And Ultra 12 funds the InfoWar as well. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man. But I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you. That's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person. Because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. And that's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you. Because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. All right, folks, we have a breaking report from Alex Jones. Full thing is about 13 minutes long. We'll play as much of it as we can here. You can find it at band.video and infowars.com. Breaking, Congress investigating mistreatment of journalist Owen Schroyer in federal prison. Here it is. Owen Schroyer. I come to you with grave information for the future of our country, our republic, for the First Amendment and for journalism in this nation. Now, what I'm about to break here was the subject of a congressional hearing today where the head of the Federal Bureau of Prisons was asked by Congressman Matt Gates and others about Owen Schroyer. Now, when Owen was sentenced to two months in federal prison for being outside the Capitol on January 6th, peacefully trying to stop people going in, a lot of people said, hey, get over it in 60 days. It's not 22 years like other innocent people, and we get that. My concern was that once they got him in their clutches in their federal prison, no matter how good a, quote, inmate he was, 
they would really try to pull some serious shenanigans. And if he, quote, has infractions, they could try to extend his time uh, in prison. That's been my main concern. So Owen went in a little over two and a half weeks ago. They put him in solitary confinement for the first week, locked inside a jail cell all day and all night as a COVID protocol. And I said, clearly, this is political retribution. But then he got out for one day in general population. And we have this from inside sources. And he was put back in solitary, this time for 30 days at least, for calling out from the prison, which is his first amendment right. We've had countless prisoners over the years call in from federal prison. I even had people call in from death row before. We just saw, obviously, Tucker Carlson travel to London, England, to talk to Julian Assange in prison. So even Julian Assange is allowed to talk to reporters. Now, here's the new development. We have our sources, and I have to leave it at that, and I got this information last week, but we've only now confirmed it from inside the prison that he's been sent to a special area of the sprawling federal prison in solitary confinement 24 hours a day because he called out of the prison and the folks he talked to recorded it and then put it on Twitter. And he said nothing against the prison, nothing against Obama, who's the real president right now. Just came out in NBC News that he is running the White House, as we said two and a half years ago. So this is crazy. So my lawyer, it's also Owen's lawyer, Norm Pattis went to Congress yesterday and today, talked to Congressman Matt Gates, talked to others, and they're very concerned as well because the Bureau of Prisons, under the direction of the federal prosecutors out of D.C., is persecuting anybody related to January 6th. Women that walk between the velvet ropes and didn't attack anybody, didn't touch anybody, are getting six months in jail, and they're locking them up in solitary confinement as well. They've beaten people, put their eyes out, uh, blinded people. This is true torture, ladies and gentlemen. So people that burned down buildings and shot people, they got bailed out by Kamala Harris. Remember that? But now Owen Schroyer is spending a month in solitary confinement, and then when he gets out, he'll have weeks and weeks and weeks left. God knows what they're going to do. In, in fact, it might be better after this. They just keep him there because they can have an inmate attack him. If he fights back, they'll charge him, and he's gone, folks. He's gone. This is a message to me. They're saying, we'll get your co-host, we'll get your talk show host, we'll get your crew. And it's meant to scare the rest of the crew here. Just like they're trying to put Trump in prison, they try to put me in prison and countless others, it's a message to you that you should cower and be afraid. That's why libertarians, conservatives, populists won't even protest anymore because they saw what happened at January 6th. Meanwhile, Muslims are taking over military bases and airports and, you know, I mean, I mean it's happening everywhere. Attacking the White House. I don't endorse that. We're not doing that. Imagine if we behave like that. So a totally peaceful individual, Owen Schroyer, is now in solitary confinement. We're going to play the clip, show the tweet by Don Jr., Jack Posobiec, and others, where they talk about this. But this is a big deal. So my gut instinct was they were going to pull something big once Owen got in, and they've done it. We've had the lawyers check the law, everything else. You're allowed to call out. You're allowed in your little time, 15 minutes, to be on a radio show or talk to your grandma or whoever you want. But they're saying that's not the case. And here's what's even crazier. They won't talk to his lawyer. They won't talk to his family. He's not able to call anybody. And so Norm Pattis has already been to D.C. for three days. Next, he's going down to Louisiana to try to get in. 
and it's the same district of the new Speaker of the House. He's now informed. It looks like he may or one of his representatives go to the prison. And they're so arrogant, they don't care. So members of Congress have tried to call. Uh, lawyers have tried to get involved. They've tried to find out where Owen is. We're told nothing except for our sources, and I'm going to leave it at that because obviously there's a lot of people that work for the president and others that are really upset by this. Owen is a Boy Scout and a great guy. And again, it's bigger than Owen. This is an attack on everybody's free speech, everybody's freedom. This is outlawing political dissent and outlawing questioning elections. And they're getting ready to steal the next election. It's just come out in Congress, big reports, how they manipulated the last election, election before that, how they blocked all this important news and information, how they buried, obviously, the Hunter Biden laptop. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. So this is a very, very serious situation. And I think we should pray for Owen. And I hope they don't Epstein. They may as a message to everybody out there, kill him. Now, I'm not trying to be dramatic here. I'm not trying to scare people. They want to intimidate us. They want to scare you. Owen is not suicidal. And if they do kill him, they're going to be held responsible for what they've done. But that's how serious things have gotten in this country. I think there's a chance they may kill him in the present. And uh, it's, it's disgusting. But, but they know they're being watched, so they may not do it. But they already turned the cameras off with Epstein and broke his neck in three places. So I'm not trying to be dramatic, but I had a bad feeling about this the whole time. And that's just where we are. So we need a congressional investigation. We saw the weaponization of the IRS against conservatives under Obama. This is the third unelected administration of Obama. And it's disgusting what our country puts up with. Child traffickers who've been arrested multiple times smuggling children and selling them in sex trafficking. In one case, five times. Don't even get jail time. But Owen Schroyer is now in their clutches. And do you think once they get somebody in their clutches, they're going to turn loose? Not unless they know there's a major spotlight. And I'm not saying all the people at the jail are bad or the prison. I'm not saying all the federal guards are bad. And people are watching in the prison. But I'm saying from D.C., from Obama's White House, he's got a literal building complex just a few miles from the White House, the real White House, this is being directed as a message to us all. So please pray for Owen. He's not suicidal. And let the system know if you try to Arkansas him, you're not going to get away with it. It's going to be too far. God bless you all. You can tune into a show every day. Harrison Smith's hosting it, 3 to 6 p.m. And we just are, are praying for Owen. He should be out of solitary. He should be able to call his family, his lawyer. But he's unable to. His lawyer, again, was putting in calls the first time he was in solitary, no callback. So he's back in solitary. We're not being dramatic. These are dramatic, dangerous times we live in. We're not the ones being dramatic. The system is being completely out of control and is doing things that are just literally the very essence of tyranny. So please pray for Owen. Please pray for InfoWars. And please pray for this country uh, that, and that we defeat this incredible tyranny because if they get through Owen Schroyer and Alex Jones and Donald Trump, they're going to get everybody else. God bless and good luck. I was very heartened by your discussion of site visits to our prisons to get a firsthand understanding of what's going on there. Uh, sometimes members of Congress have had challenges doing that. Could you give us some advice if, if we wanted to glean those benefits and get that firsthand uh, experience? But what's the best way for us to go about that with your team? 
Thank you, Congressman. So if you have your team reach out to our Office of Legislative Affairs, we will be happy to make that arrangement. Thank you so much. Um, does the Bureau of Prisons retaliate against people based on, political, on, on constitutionally protected speech? I have been very clear that retaliation will not be stood for on my watch. And, and you're confident that that's being observed throughout the Bureau? I'm confident that message has been delivered, and if anyone engages in retaliation, we will hold them accountable. Are you familiar with the matter of John Strand? That name is not familiar to me now. So Mr. Strand was a witness at All right, folks, a so we, we played this we clip had, in the uh, first uh, five minutes of the show. Uh, it does end with uh, Matt Gates mentioning Owen Schroyer by name, which is wonderful to see. I guess for our, our audience, the best thing to do now is shower Matt Gates with support. I mean, spread this report that Alex Jones just put out, Congress investigating mistreatment of journalist Owen Schroyer in federal prison. Spread this around. You know, talk about this, especially on social media, or even if you want to call Matt Gates's office and just tell him thank you. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for speaking out about this egregious violation of our basic human rights, basic American rights, as enumerated in the Constitution. Show him support and thank him for doing this, because we need to show that there is a massive amount of Americans who are desperate for this type of representation. Please uh, remember... We are listeners supported, and we've got something back in stock that everybody needs that is so good to have in your medicine cabinet sports broadcast. We've got the best 30 parts per million colloidal silver out there. It's Silver Bullet. It's at InfoWarsStore.com. And if you want to support the show, plus have something in your medicine cabinet, have to give to others. It's topical. You can also take it orally. Uh, it is. It really does a lot of amazing things, anti-infection, you name it. Nothing's a silver bullet, but it's as close to a silver bullet as you're going to get. Silver bullet, back in stock, discounted, InfoWarsStore.com. And we also have Brain Force Ultra, the incredible, fast-acting, nootropic back in stock, 60% off part of the big sale. The new sale we've got, immune support, organic, green fibers, 50% off. Those are both incredible. Vitamin D3 gummies, amazing. InfoWarsStore.com. Or 888-253-3139, 888-253-3139.